2020 has been the year of more and more virtual meetings. And with reason, we've all had to only do virtual meetings because the majority of us have only been at home. In our last podcast episode, we started giving some tips on how to make your virtual and conference calls or meetings better. We gave you tips like using the tools and respecting the virtual environment, setting clear expectations, bringing the right energy and using names in your meetings to draw people in. This episode is going to be focused on using two resources effectively, your time and attention. Two resources we as humans spend and never get back. From what I've seen, virtual meetings are difficult because it's so easy to give our focus somewhere else or to someone else or to something else. So what can we do to make it easier for our audience to pay attention, but most importantly when the meeting is over, make it feel like it wasn't a waste of time. In this podcast, this everyday improvement episode, we are going to be focusing on how you open and close your virtual meetings. Now, in our workshops, we teach formulas and structures to create compelling openings and closings. But let's look at this another way, the basis of where our formulas come from. Now, we do host regular webinars. We do offer virtual classes for any of you who are looking to take your message, your opening, your closing, the things you say in the middle, and even your presence to the next level. You can go to ispeak.com slash virtual to see when we're going to be offering our next open enrollment class. Or you can reach out to us at info at ispeak.com and reach out to us about setting up a workshop with your organization. Now let's get in. The opening. You can Google, in fact, I think when it comes to presentations and people Googling presentations, one of the highest rated questions is how should I open my presentation? Meetings are no different. Conference calls, one-on-one conversations, they're no different. We're still using our time and attention and we're making a decision to choose to spend my time and attention with you. And the biggest challenge is if you don't give me a reason, why should I? So I'm going to go somewhere else. With your opening, I want you to focus on two questions. And these are two questions every single one of us as humans ask every time a meeting or presentation starts and it's why should i be paying attention now and why should i keep paying attention until the end let's look at that first question why should i be paying attention now when you go to open your meeting your presentation or your portion of the conference call we need to get and give something that is going to grab our audience's attention. And no, I'm not talking about a joke. Now, if you've attended any one of our workshops or classes, you've heard this before. We at iSpeak, we don't, we don't suggest using jokes. 
And that is because jokes don't always land the right way. Jokes may not always be professional. But I am not saying you cannot use humor. There is a clear difference in telling a joke and using humor. A joke has this certain setup to it, it has a certain timing to it, whereas humor really lives in the unexpected. Humor is fine. You have to ask yourself, am I telling a joke or am I using humor? What we suggest is plan something that is going to grab your audience's attention. This could be some sort of startling statistic. Team, last quarter, we saw a decrease of 20% in X product, which is our leading product in the industry. Research has shown blah, blah, blah. Some other sort of statement, maybe it's something about ROI, whatever that may be. It's something that is going to really give that knee-jerk reaction, that shock value to your audience, good or bad. It doesn't have to always be bad. It could be something good, but some sort of statement that's really going to draw them in. That's one way you can grab their attention. One of my favorites is using quotes. Now, there, there is a decent debate that has happened in some of my workshops around quotes being cheesy and not authentic, quotes being misinterpreted around the world and, and having cultural impacts of not getting the quote and understanding it, and then not knowing who the quote is coming from. There, there's been decent debate in my classes of people not thinking quotes are highly effective, and they're not wrong. I don't want to tell them they're wrong because... It's their experience. It's their opinion. My opinion, you can land and you can use the proper quote in any environment, in any situation, and in any culture. It's a matter of how you deliver the quote and what explanation you think is needed after the quote is over. I love quotes. Lee Iacocca, a titan in the automotive industry and leadership industry, has said, you can have the best ideas, but if you cannot communicate them, they will get you nowhere. That is a quote that many of us can immediately understand. And I use that to start some of our workshops or, or some of my meetings just to show the importance of effective communication. Team, you could also use stories. Now, depending on where you are in the conference call, how much time you have, maybe a story isn't the right way of going about it. But as we know, stories is one of, if not the most engaging communication tool that you can deliver to draw your audience in. We've done a couple of podcasts on storytelling back in our earlier episodes last year, like episodes two, three, four, somewhere around there. Go back and take a look at the art of storytelling. But a story is a great way to grab your audience's attention because it engages both their, or all of their brains, their thinking brain, their emotional brain, and their creative brain. And when you do that, you really draw them in. The trick or the idea or the caution is we have to do them appropriately. We have to construct them appropriately, deliver them in the right amount of time, and make sure this situation calls and can allow for a story. These are just a few ways that you can grab your audience's attention. 
because they're going to be thinking, why should I be paying attention now? And you've got a short time frame. I mean, 30 to 60 seconds to give them a reason. Now, another one of my favorite things to do at the beginning, you've heard this before, I'm going to say it again, give an agenda. An agenda is a amazing, even if it's just a short, hey, in this update, I'm going to talk about one, two, three, even something short like that will give them a reason to listen now because they know where we're going. They know what the expectations are. And that simple fact of being able to tell the future will keep me engaged. It also will be our bridge to keep their engagement and attention to the end of your meeting because they know where we're going. When you give them the roadmap, they won't be lost. They know what's coming next and they know where and when they can contribute. Something so simple can be so powerful. So in your opening, when you're thinking, why should I be paying attention now? And as you plan to open your presentation or your conference call, give them something that's going to grab their attention, give them an agenda. And lastly, how do we keep them to the end other than the agenda? Give them the WIFM, W-I-I-F-M, WIFM, what's in it for me. By the end of this meeting, we will. After today's workshop, you can. Team, using the information I give you in this update will allow you, when you give them a benefit, they will keep paying attention because now you've given them a justification. If you give me your time and attention, here is what you will get in exchange. And that with them will keep them till the very end. There are a couple of tools and areas to look at as you go to create your opening. So we grab people from the beginning and we keep them to the very end. Now, let's talk about the end. Two questions your audience is going to ask themselves when your presentation is over, your update is over, your meeting is over, whatever it is. Every time we leave speaking or listening to another human being, we ask ourselves, What did I just hear and what am I supposed to do with it? These two questions, those are the justification questions on making sure I did use my time and attention appropriately. So here's what you do. What did I just hear? Give them a summary. Dale Carnegie is known best for his tell them method. Tell them what you're going to tell them. Tell them what you told them you would tell them. Tell them what you told them, giving the agenda up front, following that agenda, and giving a brief summary of that agenda. Why that works so well is because we as humans second guess ourselves. What did I just hear? Do I have all the information I need to be successful? Can I remember what we were even doing in this meeting? Those are justification questions, making sure we used our time and attention appropriately. Help your audience. Give them a brief summary. Team, in this meeting, we talked about X, Y, Z. Thank you for your time today. And then next, what are they supposed to do with it? We're helping making our meetings 
stick, make them more effective. And the number one thing that we need to do to make them more effective is to give purpose behind what this meeting or update or presentation is for and about. I'm giving you all this information. Now I need you to go use it. And if I can't, as an audience member, use the information you just gave me in any way, this was a waste of my time. Let's stop wasting time. Let's give them something to do with it. Whether that's, I mean, if you're speaking to an executive, dear vice presidents of the board, thank you for your time today. Please communicate this information with your team. We look forward to your feedback and guidance in the future. Or maybe it's just asking them to make a decision. You can, you can give executives things to do with your message. It just depends on what you're asking. Or if you're hosting a large webinar, use what you've heard today to improve yourselves, to improve this process. When I worked in or when I supported more of an HR function at my last organization, there were many changes, many new policies or adaptations of policies that came through that this entire organization had to follow. So we would end our meetings, our explanations, with start implementing this new process. That gives me something to do. Now as a human, I have clear expectation of what to do with this information And no longer is it a waste of my time. Team, when you go to close out your presentation, your call, your portion of the conference call, whatever it may be, if you don't remind them what they heard and what they're supposed to do with that information, it's going to be a waste of their time. Now, we have found when you are clear in your message, openings and closing, these three things are going to happen. People will pay more attention because they know what to expect. They will remember what you said, which is huge. (laughs) Tell them, tell them, tell them. Remembering what you said is big because if they don't remember what you said, you'll never get this third thing, which is people will do what you need them to do. Whatever that action is at the end, that's the point of why you're talking to them in the first place. Let's help them out. So for your next virtual meeting, I want you to take five minutes before that meeting and think, how are you opening? And how are you closing? Write down the answers to these questions and give them to your audience. Verbalize them. You're opening. Here we go. Write these down. Why should I pay attention now? Where are we going? And what's in it for me? And now here's what you do for your closing. What did I just hear? In a concise way, summarize your key points. And second, what do you want me to do with it? The action. These three to four questions that you will take and give in your meetings will take your effectiveness to the next level. Now, people will remember and people will do team, thank you again for letting us give you some information and some inspiration to make your virtual meetings and even your in-person meetings more effective. 
Now, as we end our time together, it is up to you to implement what you heard in this podcast so you can see your meetings and your presentations have everyday improvement. <laughs>